Cool. So we're kicking off uh, this week's Ninehurst podcast with this amazing band. I've, I've kind of never come across these before. Sigil um, on Total Dissonance Worship Records out of Tampa, Florida. These guys are from uh, Calgary. And uh, yeah, this is just like, to me, it's like a combination of um, really interesting post-hardcore influences and black metal. And it kind of has this very raw emotional side to it. Um, how did you find this piece? It's just jaw-dropping, really. I, it I is. Yeah, I listened to it a few weeks ago. Actually, it, it was out in July, and some some band I can't remember which one it was. In fact, it, it will have either been Non Serviam or Cicada the Borough, bands we've already played this year, and I was kind of therefore follow posted a list of bands who to listen to on, on Bandcamp Friday, which is uh, recently gone. Uh, and I love lists like that. You know, it gives you kind of inspiration to check things out. And I saw this, and I thought I, I kind of hadn't really taken it in back then, so I went back to it, and this time it clicked. And, and I know, you know, that's not to say I didn't get it before. It's just that this kind of layered dynamic type of music, I always need that bit of time with it, you know, and and I, I got it. You know, I instantly got it this time. There's like a band can't come and I read, uh, which kind of sums it up for me really well, which is it reminds them of bands like Keelhall and Knut more than it does the bands which kind of label that it seemed to mentioned which is like Kralis and that kind of technical black metal uh stuff so uh, you know and I, but i get that as well like that makes sense it's 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 but to me it is it's like more heavy end of hide your head era of, of bands progressive sludge you know post-metal uh post-hardcore like you say you know and, and just it grabbed me and i got it and i think you know i think it's really impressive yeah, definitely. I mean, someone's mentioned Cavins until your heart stops as well, which is a brilliant comparison. It's got that kind of driving, like almost chaotic energy to it that that makes it stand out that much. I just had this on a few times, um, so yeah, it just just kind of blew me away. Really, it's it's kind of that perfect blend of of the blackened uh, influences and and that kind of like you say that Hydra head. Yeah, that that kind of almost experimental metalcore and and kind of hardcore just burning under it so yeah really enjoyed this it's got like a really dark edge to it um really really exciting music so if you want to hear this you can go to uh total dissonance worship.bandcamp.com looks like they've got a cassette version still totally worth picking up absolutely brilliant so as ever it's the nine heads podcast we've got nine amazing tracks for you we're gonna sort of uh move on to um the latest full of hell release i mean it was kind of a given uh, that I was going to play this, really, because everything that Full of Hell put out is amazing. But they've kind of got this, I don't know, like, I mean, they've called it Industrial Messiah Complex. Um, this this track, we're going to play this this one, they've just kind of uh, revealed from their new album, which is Garden of Burning Apparitions. And it has an industrial edge to it, weirdly. It's got this kind of twisting, turning, glitchy kind of sound to it. And I just thought... They've they've kind of reinvented themselves slightly again, and it's it's always amazing to see. What what did you make of it, Pete? I, I loved it. It's, I agree. You know, there's that kind of wave distortion in the middle of. I mean, it's a real. You know, it's a short track as 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 expected as 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 common, but it just kind of you know it pulses. It almost portal esque in a way. It's just incredible to see kind of how they you know they maintain this. You know that. It felt like they were hard to define at some points, you know, through all the different collaborations, the experimental albums, and then almost kind of a three, you know, presuming the whole album is like this, and, and there's no reason to think not because they have they've been consistent throughout. It, well, consistent 
quality, if not consistent, you know, musical styles. There's, you know, the last three albums have had this kind of absolute raging death metal to it with, you know, that slight industrial tinge to it with that kind of strangeness going through. They never fail, whatever they put their hand to. And, you know, for all the kind of the attention they get, for all the plaudits they get, they deserve every one of them because they just continue to sound like utterly ferocious and 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 at times deranged and this kind of infectious feeling you get listening to them. And it, it's, you know, it, it, you know, like if you listen to like the crunchy riffs on this, it's just, you know, it's like, it's just perfect, really. Yeah. I mean, I love the fact that their vocalist, Dylan Walker, has actually said on here that he thinks it's good that they tried not to pigeonhole themselves quite early on because now they can make a record and because people know them, they'll follow along that like you kind of expect the unexpected from this band. And, you know, when a new release comes out, I'm always like, this is going to be special, whatever, whatever they turn the hand to. I mean, they've done so many collaborations as well. Um, and that kind of, that must, that must make them into more, a more interesting prospect naturally. And I think this album is possibly going to show that in the extreme. And it's again, like it's, like I say, it's just another reinvention, but it, it remains the same. And, and that's what's amazing about this band. And I think more people need to be switched on to them. I think if you've heard one Full of Hell record, you haven't heard the rest because it's never like a steadfast kind of like, oh, this is what, what I expect to hear from them. It's always a curveball. It's always a just a volatile, you know, they're throwing a grenade in and, and shutting the door on you, basically. That's that's how I see it every time I, I hear them. And I think they're unmatched for ferocity uh, in some circles to be honest so yeah really really looking forward to hearing the rest of this record you can hear this at fullofhell.bandcamp.com like i say we're going to play the song industrial messiah complex the excellent full of hell new records garden of burning apparitions coming out soon this next track just kind of really bowled me over and um it was completely unexpected as to what this might sound like so uh we, we come across so many bands that sound um kind of like uh, they fit the sludge uh, jigsaw quite neatly but this band's name kind of is a bit misleading i, I reckon so uh, dope scum uh, from uh, chattanooga in tennessee 
this is it's a really varied um record it's only five songs but they go through so many different dynamic shifts and stylistic shifts through this i, I thought it was absolutely brilliant so it's got the heavy sludge stuff but it's got this kind of almost like a southern fried uh, acoustic side to it as well i was really surprised so how did you come across this one because it, it's certainly unique and it's certainly something that i wouldn't have um placed like given the artwork and the name and everything yeah, it did. I, you know, I kind of saw it and I think, you know, I thought this, I'm going to like this. And that, you know, to be fair, I'm going to play probably the most straight up sludgy stoner song on there. Um, but, you know, as you alluded to, I think people should listen to the whole whole release because that's the kind of the surprising element to it. That being said, I love this song. It's, it, it, I mean, it, it, there's two bands I can nail it on, which is, it sounds, it's got that kind of syrupy, thick, bongzilla riff element yeah. to it and then the vocals just instantly i was thinking of really early fu manchu and you yeah. know and like that to me that's that's just a perfect and it works you know, doesn't it it, really it does works. yeah yeah and i'd listen to that all day you know in um over 50 songs you know the fact that they then vary it is just you know it, it just makes for it doesn't mean it means he doesn't tire of it it means actually you kind of you give more credence to the band and the other thing they're just two piece you know and that's kind of an amazingly rich sound for them I think they put it out themselves in March, uh, but I came, came across it uh, this week because it's out on a label called Stump Grinder Records in a, a like in physical form. And I'm just really glad I did. I'm glad, you know, I've got the chance to find it. I've put, you know, I'd obviously missed it from earlier in the year. It's, you know, the label kind of go kind of stay in a lot that, this, that they've got this DIY ethic, that the rough edges and the punk attitude, you know, are, are in the sound. And that's totally true. And it is in no way a detriment. It, it defines it. You know, it's, it's intended and it's, it's true. You know, to me, like this song, and it's on, that's my, my bread and butter music. And I could listen to it all day. But like you say, everyone should listen to the whole thing. Yeah, it's really varied and it's really interesting. I was like, I had to kind of stop and think, is this the same band? Like, you know, it started off so heavy and so sort of unrelenting and then it kind of goes through these little passages. Really, really interesting. So, uh, like we say, um, the band's called Dope Scum. That's Scum with a K. Uh, you can get this at dopescum.bandcamp.com. Looks like they've only got about five uh, cassettes of the 100 uh, left on there but they said if it's out of stock then just check the stump grinder records website i presume they've got a band camp too uh, we're going to play the opening track from this this is feast of snakes <laughs>
So that was a band called Dope Scum. Absolutely brilliant stuff there. We're going to talk about a band now um, who we've played before. Um, and yeah, one of my favorite records from last year. They had an album out in September 2020 called Introverta. Uh, Gorch, who are from a place called Casavo del Tomba in Italy. And um, yeah, it, they're a two-piece. Uh, they create this um, very portal-esque um, sort of black metal death metal sort of crossover stuff very chaotic very swirling void kind of uh, stuff uh, really exciting stuff and uh, yeah they've um, just put out a new split it's a split 10 inch you don't see many of those these days um, with a band called Tenebre in Perpetuum um, I haven't actually managed to hear that side of it I don't think we've uh, been able to track that down just yet there's two amazing um, Gorch tracks here one called Fecundazione uh, which is kind of very sort of heavy and, and sort of pedal to the metal sort of stuff and uh, a more reflective one called Aborta. And I, I bought this straight away, Pete. I mean, I, I don't I don't know what you think of these. I think you quite enjoyed that record before, but this is, yeah, um, yeah it, there's lots of keys going on in this one. I think they've added yeah. maybe a lot of keys. Yeah, th- and that's, you know, I'd love, you know, similarly loved that, you know, that you, you picked that album last year for for the podcast and that's the first i came across and instantly got it you know it was arguably the oddball black metal release of last year and i still listen to it i still listen to it regularly it's it you know it still provides that same kind of chill to your spine and to your soul that you know that you you first well from when when you first heard it so i was really happy for them to return it reminds me of esoc trillion this song actually it's yeah. so, you know there is a slight uh, departure in here and it is, it's got this jittery, static, static infused, you know, it, it, it almost makes you feel like out of balance. And like you say, those piano keys just, just changes completely. Yeah. Um, and so that like by the end, it almost, you know, it's, it's like haunting instead and it's almost gothic. And I like that. I love kind of how it, you know, it's only seven minutes long, but it, it changes. It's not exact, you know, it's, it's not how I remember that band, you know, so therefore they're bringing something new. Um, and it's just more wonderful music from them. Yeah, absolutely brilliant stuff. And um, yeah, quite a limited edition, this. So it uh, looks like they've got 150 of uh, the uh, sort of regular edition, uh, 19 of those remaining, uh, and have nearly sold out of one, which they've actually uh, hand-numbered and apparently spit with human blood, but I don't know how how real that is. Um, can't actually wait to hear the other side of this. It looks like a just another two-piece, but um, we'll see what that sounds like i'm guessing um as chaotic as dark so um the sort of release is called suicido spiritual and uh, you can get it at gorch.bandcamp.com we're going to play the song fecundazione
So that was the excellent Gorch there from Italy. So moving on, we've got um, an amazing release here from uh, Transylvanian Recordings, who ever realized, I mean, we've played so many songs from from those this year, and uh, with good reason. Um, so a new split from a band called Wasteland Coven and uh, a band called Nothing Is Real. And um, yeah, this is just an absolute packed uh, release, really. I mean, there's so much going on. I don't know what kind of bands you, you sort of um, conjured up from from listening to this Pete but um I heard um shades of a band called US Christmas here like very almost like a folk pagan aspect to their uh, sound and I kind of heard echoes of that here this is like a you know um dark nights on the Appalachian Trail or dark nights in you know um a dark forest somewhere and this is the music you hear coming from from afar maybe it's um it's haunting yeah no, I like that yeah I wasn't I couldn't pin them down like from a band wise it is you know you know the whole release is really good through it's a really kind of nicely packaged split and but this one this track really stood out it's it's mysterious and it's eerie the vocals are still venomous though and that kind of cuts through that somehow and but it's the odd pacing to it 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 kind of points it's dithering and lumbering and it kind of jumps out here at others and that's the interesting kind of unsettling if that kind of makes sense even if it's not the best use of the English language, it's you know what I mean. It's it keeps you on your toes in a in a really good way. I mean, as well as I should say as well as well as Transylvanian recordings, it's on Cursed Monk as well. So it's it's oh, been released on yeah. both sides, Atlantic and two of our absolute favorite labels from both sides. So it was always bound to end up on this podcast, but it was always going to be something special. Uh, and then you throw in kind of you know just throwing that. I always love splits. We always say that it just feels something more special. You've got that kind of. The artwork, which looks like a poster for like a goth night at your local rock club, which um, which sounds like I'm mocking it. I'm not, you know, it's, it's just something cool about it as well. Uh, and that whole ethereal gothish end of doom, which, you know, which both bands kind of sign up for. I, I just found this really cool. Yeah, it's um, it's certainly like a, a whole package. Everything kind of fits together so well. It's very conceptual and yeah, very mysterious. Um, nothing is real. They've actually done um, almost like a, a trio of songs here, and it kind of makes a lot of sense that they run into each other and take up that side of the uh, tape here. So, yeah, so you can get the tape from Curse Monk and you can get it from Transylvania Recordings. Um, take your pick, really. The record itself is actually called Turmoil, and we're going to play part one of the uh, the trio of songs that nothing is really put together. So this is... Dark Night of the Soul, Part 1, Fear and Self-Doubt.
So that was the excellent Nothing Is Real. Uh, we're going to sort of um, touch upon um, the return of, of a label that actually still has um, Is Dead R.I.P. written on its um, banner on, on uh, Bandcamp at the moment. So uh, the excellent Halo of Flies from Milwaukee. Um, have been going for years and, and I, I thought they were dead. I thought they'd gone forever. I think they declared that, you know, it was all over. Um, they've kind of crept out this um, this very interesting release uh, by a band called Grandeur. And um, it's astonishing. It's it's really, really good. It's, it's kind of, to me, it's it's got like shades of, um, you know, trad metal. It's got a little bit of maybe, maybe like, the, you know, the ghost of the first album of Iron Maidens. Um, you've got, I hate to say it, but like almost like a power metal under underpin to it. It's it's really strange. It's got this kind of melodic sound to it, but it sounds utterly depraved and heavy and disgusting as well. Um, so yeah, what, what did you make of this, Pete? I mean, it's great to see this label um, just it coming is. back, isn't it? It is. You know, they are they they all are were. You know, I think they've said that they're not sure whether this is a return or whether it's just kind of they decided to put something out. Um, I don't even know what caused you know their end or the hiatus in the first place, but it was I suppose it was always going to take something special to bring them back or awaken them, and this is it, and, and you can see why you can see why you know why it would inspire them to to resurrect. I mean, you know, just to say as well that kind of that output from the, this label, you know, that they've they've you know the bands include Vile Creature and Morrow, Dawn Raid, Hexis, Cloud Rat, um, Svalbard, Darkmar, you know, the, that kind of the spectrum of you know of doom and black metal and hardcore typically you know left wing and you know they were always a force for good in that sense and you know they've, they've given this leg up to all these amazing bands so like you know fingers crossed this is a start of a full return but even if not that you know they, they were you know they've provided all that to us so you know brilliant but yeah grandeur you know I, I didn't get those influences you did but i i see what you're saying there's I wondered whether it was heading into kind of, you know, like, um, you know, the black metal side of kind of black metal and screamo bands that, you know, like that, that, those things, but it's too fast paced for that. It, it, you know, yeah. And maybe that's kind of what I suppose where you're coming from with, you know, what I didn't pick up on, but all of it, whatever it is. And the, even within the fast paced black metal is you can, every moment of it is kind of uh, emotionally charged. It's frenetic. And it's absolutely rammed. You know, the whole uh, release is not as kind of moment wasted. And for that, I think it's quite special. Yeah. And I think it's being picked up by quite a few people. It's, it's, it's kind of sold very well from the looks of things. And I don't know whether that's just the label carrying that kind of um, sort of excitement or this is genuinely an amazing record. And I think the four tracks here just kind of rage by and you, you just want to put it on again. Um, which is always a good sign. So they've done sort of like a split release here, I think, with uh, a, a label called Worship the Void. Uh, so I don't know if Worship the Void have had some sort of um, influence on them kind of getting together and chucking in for this. But I think they're doing the US release and uh, Worship are doing the European release of the tape. Uh, it looks like there's only about 100 copies of the tape. So um, if you want it, be quick, because I think this will sell out quite quickly. Such heritage for this label, I guess. I was just looking through their back catalogue and, you know, there's bands like Fall of a Fraffer who kind of made their name with their early records on this label. And, you know, like Pete, you've listed off so many amazing um, mm. bands here that it kind of just proves um, how influential and how um, finger on the pulse they were, I guess, because it's a lot of these bands' early releases as well, like, uh, you know, probably on um, sort of uh, vinyl and, and tape as well. So 
absolute respect to Halo of Flies for, for bringing grandeur to our eyes. So um, the record's called Araya Aratus, and we're going to play the title track. And you can get this from haloofflies.bankcamp.com. <laughs> Oh, you break 
So that was the excellent grandeur there. Uh, Halo of Flies returning as a label. Brilliant stuff. So um, I guess with similar kind of heritage to his name, uh, Greg Anderson of Sun, Engine Kid, Goat Snake, and uh, the curator of uh, Southern Lord Recordings, which this next record comes out on. Yeah, he's, he's kind of dubbed himself the Lord with like a, a, a solo project, I guess. And um, yeah, this, this seems to be a one-off uh, featuring the vocals here of Robin Watty from uh, Big Brave, who we've played on podcast and uh, are sort of getting a lot of heat at the moment. Brilliant stuff. And um, yeah, this this is a haunting um, kind of piece of work, I think. And it's it's kind of uh, in aid of um, a native women's shelter, which is fantastic. Um, I think there might be a full album on its way, but they've just released this one track so far, uh, which is called uh, Needle Cast. And uh, yeah, it's it's definitely got the hallmarks of Sun and Goat Snake on it, hasn't it? It's got kind of like that booming uh, amp sound, like that kind of drawn out, um, gritty uh, sound to it. And it's, it's definitely got an influence of uh, of Robin's band on there. It definitely sounds like it could be lifted from a, a section of a Big Brave record. And it does what Big Brave do. Really. It's, it's very haunting, very sort of esoteric and, and kind of unfurls itself like a you know um to reveal itself really it's it's brilliant there's something about it i mean actually i i, I, I first heard this on Bandcamp friday i think it may have come out then i'm not sure but and in the kind of mad rush to con, con, kind of consume music on that day with all the new stuff coming out it kind of passed me by in the first one but i kind of knew i would have to go back i think it was, it was a bit cold to it but actually that's because of, you know it, it's ambient and it's hypnotic it's repeating you know the drum pattern is amazing when i found it and then when actually i gave it a bit of time i realized you know it, that ambience kind of washes over you and and that coldness actually you just you it locks you in instead and actually i found it to provide great warmth and and i was entranced with it and I, I knew immediately then i had to kind of shoe it on it into the into the podcast you know my my submission to the podcast because i was pretty much complete at that time and and then the vocals are just magnificent. You know, it's just just wonderful music. Yeah, I think this is a brilliant outlet. You know, for for Greg Anderson. You know, like it's probably a, it's an appropriate name, the Lord. You know, for all he has done, and um, it'd be really interesting to see whether this is. You know, it's going to have a range of different vocalists, so it'll all be with um, with Robin or, or whatever he does. It, that, you know, I think we'll follow with you know great interest one thing as well you should say all the proceeds go to kind of native women's shelter which provides safe environments for inuit and aboriginal women so that's you know further reason to buy this so you know yeah great to see and just really different and like say entrancing music yeah definitely it's very elegant i think is a, is a mm. good way to sort of put it yeah i can't wait to hear what else uh, what else he puts out really so Really interesting. So if you want to hear this, um, you can go to thelordsl.bandcamp.com and uh, this is Needle Cast.
So that was the uh, very elegant The Lord there uh, from uh, Southern Lord Recordings. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, we're going to go full uh, full stupid here, I guess, is a good way to put this. Uh, so Hex Records from Portland, Oregon, have put out the second record by a guy called Grizzler, um, who I've never heard of before, but I, I can't believe I haven't because they're just... It, it's very sort of tongue-in-cheek and it's very sort of silly, but, I mean, what a sound. It's so cool. It's got, like, noise rock elements. It's got... Uh, sludgy elements it, it's kind of like if bands like prong or whatever took themselves a bit less seriously um and it's it's complete with a, a completely stupid um goofy cover as well so i, I absolutely love this beat what did you make of it yeah I, me too and i think it's one of those I, I really kind of love the album as well when we get around to it but you know i've realized since that we've got this sent to us luckily pre-release so i'm going to dig into this because let's look at the press release and it describes them it describes them and i think it's slightly tongue-in-cheek it's like depressed and angry but i do i think that's a tongue-in-cheek thing that you know it is it, it often, you know obviously it's heavy music but it's just you know it is kind of it's got that ridiculous air to it and like you say then it's got that artwork which you described as kind of you know like bad 80s thrash artwork but also reminds me of um uh, oozing wound yeah. which is is probably a bit of an apt comparison musically as well you know in that kind of crazed you know it's slightly thrash and punk influenced music and uh, and then you know then you listen to the music and it's everything you'd hoped and imagined and feared from 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 that build-up uh those crazed vocals the kind of the impatient drums and the simple repeating you know the, that riff that just goes round and round I think it's like it's bits noise rock, it's bits post rock. It's, um, I mean, it's post rock on uppers. Um, and and I, I hear the Melvins in here a lot as well, you know, all of that. And it's just, you know, it's just a load of fun. Yeah. I mean, do you remember that um, sort of super group that came out a few years ago called Off? Yes. It reminds yeah. me of that as well. It's got that kind yeah. of, um, yeah, very fun um, sort of vocals and just, yeah, just a lot. It's it's so much. It's it's just a joy to listen to, and I think that's kind of something that's missing from a lot of kind of more po-faced metal stuff that we listen to. So, yeah, just to break it up with something this uh, this crazy is is quite refreshing, really. So, yeah, if you want to hear this, uh, you can go to hexrecords.bandcamp.com. Uh, the album's called Hammer of Life. It looks like they've got it coming out on some quite interesting uh, vinyl formats. So, um, yeah, take a look at that, and if you like this, then. Yeah, get it. It should be out in uh, November. Um, we're going to play the only track that they've released to the public so far. Uh, this is the brilliant Talking to Yourself. <laughs>
So that was the excellent Grizzler uh, off their new album, Hammer of Life. Uh, go and uh, check out Hex Records if you want to hear more of that. Um, we're going to sort of end with an amazing uh, record um, from a band called Sallow Moth, who have almost created their own mythos, really. So this is Chapter 3, Stasis Cocoon, and apparently it kind of follows on from uh, the last record, The Larval Hope. It, it's a deeply science fiction-informed in, kind of um saga i guess uh from this dallas texas outfit and yeah it's just incredibly strange incredibly detailed and sounds like uh, this is this is like the the modern equivalent of um you know epic yes style prog but through a death metal filter to me it's it's absolutely um intriguing and um yeah it's got like a sci-fi horror and yeah, lots of B movie maybe references in it as well. Um, really interesting. So, how did you come across this one, Because I've I've never heard of this band. It, it's um, a solo project from the band Caronier, who we played ah, right. it last year or this year. You know, yeah. this year. Yeah, they put out that kind of amazing album, which was, you know, they kind of transitioned from kind of an atmospheric black metal band into almost like this chiptune black metal band. You know, with the, the computer game graphics, um, and everyone notes for that was included. You know, earlier this year. Um, and you know, not content with that kind of that that amazing like received release and not their re- own own reinvention. Um, both members have gone off and released new music alone. So one half of them um, has gone full eight bit black metal with a band called Gone Mage. And honestly, check yeah. it out because because it's I've it's, heard that you know, yeah yeah, and it's that but just pushed out even further um, from where Karenir had gone. And then you know the. This Salomoth is a continuing solo project of another member of the band. So, uh, you know, they're obviously restless and creative. And, and we talk a lot about kind of, you know, loving to follow these types of people. So, you know, to appear in so different guises on this podcast to me, is, you know, speaks volumes of the people and, and their talent. Um, and then, yeah, the, you know, like that artwork, as you, you know, as you say, kind of that whole sci-fi buy-in is for the artwork is, is unbelievably good. Um and it's you know, and the music follows. It's cosmic death metal. Like I've, I've said a few times, that kind of I, I love kind of death metal that goes out to the stars. Um, that being said, obviously you know real obvious influence from Entombed and Dismember and all things like Swedish death metal. But it's not just that. It's not just like a Boss HM2 you know sound. Um, and this song in particular, I think, really stretches it and really grabbed me it's it's atmospheric without in but not in a boring way and it's it's just you know it's pushing it out there it doesn't relent to its heaviness either and that's that's, that's brilliant it's just a perfect end to a really really good help yeah and and to me it sounds like the sound i mean that Karenia, um sort of connection makes so much sense now because um, i was actually going to say this sounds like it could be on a video game this sounds like something that could be soundtracking the next uh, you know bethesda or you know blizzard title it's, it's just mm. so um epic and, and and sounds very much like a conceptual uh, fantasy piece of music and yeah it's it's absolutely brilliant it really took me in and i think it's best listened to as a whole as well it kind of follows on very logically um if you especially if you read the um the mythos and the the law that they've kind of um put out here it, there's there's loads of it it's it seriously like the whole 
it's, it's like a mini novel uh, with it. So, um, you know, bands like this and bands like Wallowing are really taking that kind of science fiction aspect and making everything about that. I mean, the artwork here is brilliant. They've got some amazing T-shirts that have gone along with us as well. Um, I just love that people are making this kind of, this conceited effort to, to kind of create these worlds and create these sounds for the worlds. And yeah, what what, a, what an achievement, really. So the album's called Stasis Cocoon, like we said. And uh, we're going to play the ending track of this. This is Drowner of Secrets, Bring to Light. You can get this at salomoth.bandcamp.com.